Hey, this is RC from the Smoking Guns Podcast. I have a very special mom here today. Her name is, well, we call her Mama Hazel, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're Joey Fisher's mom. Yes, ma'am, I am. So how are you doing today? I'm doing good, and you? I'm doing great. Now, I noticed that your phone number is the area code 979. Where is that? Uh, in Caldwell, Texas. Oh, okay. Not too far from San Antonio? About four-hour drive. Oh, four hours. Depending well, on which way you go. <laughs> I'm sorry? Depending on which way you go. Or how fast you're going, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's what I always say. You know how fast you ride. That's true. That's true. Good. So I'm glad that you um, have some time to talk to us about your son, Joey. So how old was he when you kind of realized that, wow, my son really has talent? He was about, he was in junior high. Oh, junior uh, high. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was always, he was always quiet, kept to himself. He had a select group of friends and he realized he could run he was running track he would run the 300 meter hurdle mm-hmm. and i forget what else he ran in junior high mm-hmm. but he was good oh, okay so his first, he, his first sport was track not football it was track not football okay and how did that transition go from track to football it went well he started playing um football in junior high but they got they had a really really good team in junior high and when they got to high school they split them up oh his brother started working with him teaching him how to catch and when to cut in and every you know whatever they do (laughs) his brother joseph is the one that that really worked with him and got him started really good in football okay and what high school did he go to Caldwell High. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And so um, what position does he play? Or did he play back then? He did play. He um, wasn't running back. I think he, he was either a tight end. Mm-hmm. Not sure. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Now I know he ran down the, he ran down the field and he caught the ball, put it like that. Wide okay. receiver. <laughs> Wide receiver. There you go. Okay, good, good. Now, um, <laughs> what did he do after high school? He went to school for a little while. I can't remember the name of the school that he went, but it closed down. It mm-hmm. went bank, it bankrupt, and he didn't get a chance to go back after that. They wouldn't give him his uh, original transcript. They wanted him to pay a lot of money, but he was on scholarship. Oh, no. And he lost his scholarship. Uh-huh. And but then he started, he went to air conditioning school. Mm-hmm. And he graduated. He was on the, the dean's list. Mm-hmm. He did really, he, he did really well for himself. Okay. I'm proud of him because That's- he was my quiet child, and I didn't think he was going to do too much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> so when how, I say he was quiet, he was really quiet. Really? Now, how many siblings does he have? He has three siblings, one brother and two sisters. Are they older or younger? Or um, His brother is older. Uh-huh. And he has a brother and a sister older and one sister under him. Oh, okay. And why do you think he's the quiet one? He was, that's how he was. He was very shy growing up. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. He might not be quiet and shy now, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
He was very quiet and shy growing up. He wouldn't even uh, do a play at school unless I was sitting right there in front on the front row where he could look at me. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, um, how did he find out, or you may or may not know, how did he find out about the um, the gunslingers, the San Antonio gunslingers? Do you know how that happened? I have no idea. He told me that he uh, went to practice with someone one day, uh-huh. one of his friends, and that's how he got on with the gunslingers. Oh, okay. Now, how did he get from there, from where you live, to San Antonio? Like, has he been living here for a while? Uh, he's been there for a while. His older brother used to live down there, and from that's how he got to San Antonio. Oh, okay, okay. And, and ma'am. Okay, and growing up, who was his role model, or did he have a favorite football team or a favorite fi- football player? He never told me anything about his favorite football team, but mm-hmm. I know he he was um, into basketball a little bit. Of okay. I forget. The- it's, like I said, it's been such a long time. Yeah, Mama I <laughs> and I. But I know he ran track. He was really good at that. Mm-hmm. He did three hundred meter hurdles from junior high all the way up to high school. Wow! And when I say he was fast, he's fast. Okay. Now I. And know- I him run one more time. All right. <laughs> that's right. Um, now I know when um, I was texting him, he said, "Make sure you call her Mama Hazel." So can you tell me why did that come about? Why is your nickname Mama Hazel? All of his friends call me Mama Hazel. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now when he comes home, what's his comfort food? What what does what do you make for him that you know he's gonna love and that he always wants to eat when he comes home? Well, when he comes home, it's normally at a holiday. He likes chicken and dressing. Mm-hmm vegetables um he always tell me make a german chocolate cake Ooh, german chocolate cake that's one of my favorites oh really yes i love it he likes sweet potato pies oh, like okay. pecan pies. he he's but he's a he is a picky eater oh is he now yes ma'am only time he might splurge is on the holidays Oh, okay well i have i have one of those at home too so <laughs> <laughs> And when he comes home, he wants wants to eat whatever. I have to cook. One time I told him, I said, I'm not cooking for Thanksgiving. He said, somebody cooking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming home, somebody's cooking. I said, okay. All right, then. So do you have a a funny story about him growing up that you can share? (laughs) Yes, because Joy did. He did like to laugh. One time I was dating a guy that was from Houston. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was saying how he was at our house one time, and he said he was scared of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) If Ku Klux Klan was around, we didn't know it. Joy got a white sheet, and he waited till it was dark. He got a white sheet, and he went outside. And walked by the window, and the man he took off running. I'm about, it's somebody (laughs) out there. It's a Ku Klux Klan. I'm like, Joey. (laughs) <laughs> joy was he was joy to laugh till that little bang popped up in the middle of his forehead. <laughs> wow, that's a different kind of sense of humor there. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, it is. He, I said, "Why did you do that?" Well, I just wanted to see if he was really scared of him or what. Wow. Now, do you have a nickname for him? He's about the only one that didn't get a nickname. Oh no. Okay. Just maybe the quiet one. He's he's just a. Uh, 
I call him the quiet one, but he's, I call him by his middle name. He, he doesn't like that, but I'm the only one that can call him by his middle name, Lamont. Lamont. Okay. Joey Lamont. Excellent. That's his middle name. <laughs> so, so um, give us a little bit of 411. Is he engaged? Does he have a girlfriend? Does he have kids? He doesn't have a girlfriend. He's not engaged. He has one child. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jalen. Okay. Jalen. Uh, and she's 12, 12. No, she's 11. She'll be 12 on February 23rd. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, we'll wish her a happy early birthday. Okay. Thank you. Yes, for sure. So if you had to describe him with one word, what word would it be? Describe him? Yes, ma'am. Let me think for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't think of the word I want to say. Okay. Mischievous. Oh, no. Well, I guess with that practical joke, I, I guess that word would come to my mind, too. Yes, he, he, he was very mischievous when he was growing up. What would he do um, besides that joke? Um, what, what would he do? He would just do anything. It didn't matter as long as it made him laugh. Okay. I know one time he, when I, was, I used to work uh, night shift at Getting State School, mm-hmm. and he, he and one of his friends, would get in my car and go joyriding. Oh, okay. Until I woke up one time and they hadn't made it back to the house. <laughs> oh, he got busted, huh? He got busted. <laughs> well, what? I was sitting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I go ahead. I said I was sitting out on the balcony when he drove up. He was, didn't know whether to stop or keep going. <laughs> I can only imagine. Now, what would you tell the fans here in San Antonio about your son to get them excited to come out to the games? Yeah, he's a heavy hitter. He 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 gives one hundred percent and then some. Oh, okay. So, if you want to see a good game, come on out and watch my son play. All right, that sounds great. Now, are you coming to the first game that's being played on March thirteenth? It's on a Saturday. Is it in San Antonio? Yes, ma'am, it is. Well, I do believe I have to be there because I've been instructed. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we're going to have some tailgating there, so we look forward to seeing you there. What would what What's one dish that you would bring for tailgating? Oh, uh, whatever you would like for me to bring. Hey, you can bring, you, you can bring whatever. It. I'm good for anything. Okay, well. Since you like German chocolate cake, I'll bring a German chocolate cake for you. Oh, my God. That's so sweet of you. Thank you. I, I can't wait. I, look to- I totally look forward to it. Well, thank you, yeah, okay. Mama Hazel. Thank you for um, sharing your stories about uh, Joey Lamont. And um, <laughs> I look forward to seeing you on March 13th at tailgating. And I can't wait to taste that German chocolate cake. Yo, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. You have and a blessed have evening. A blessed day. Yes, you, you too. too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, hello, hello. This is RC from the Smoking Guns podcast. And I have a mom who's very, very far away from San Antonio. She actually lives in Washington. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Now, you're Nate's mom's, right? Yes, I am. All right, Mom. So we're going to talk a little bit, and we're going to give you a chance to brag about your son. 
<laughs> my favorite thing to do. <laughs> there you go. You know, I love it. I love moms. I love talking to moms. So we'll just start from the beginning. So how old was he when you realized, wow, my son's really good at this? Oh, he's such a natural athlete. So it was as soon as he grabbed a ball. Oh, my gosh. He was very young. Oh, yeah. How old was that? It's like maybe two, three? He started really kicking soccer balls around two. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and that's when he just was very agile, athletic. I'm like, man, he's just a natural. He's so great at everything he does. Now, does he have other siblings or is he an only child? No, he has other siblings. I have two other sons. Are they older yes, or younger? Yes, two little brothers. Oh, two little They're brothers. They're younger. Okay. Yeah, so Nathan, he's almost 23. Uh-huh. So he has a 10-year-old brother and then a little, little one that just turned two. Well, congratulations, Mom. You've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every t- every 10 years. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Now, now, growing up, did he have a? Did the family have like a favorite football team, or did he have a, a special role model? So, Seattle Seahawks for sure. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so that we've always been true to the blue over here. Okay. And uh, yes, yeah, so he's he's been so. I wish I knew more about football than I do. I mean, I probably should as much as he's been active in it since he was just a little tyke, uh-huh. you know, but so he has, I mean, he was a linebacker, you know, and played defense and then now is offense. So the way, I mean, he is inspired by hardworking, hungry athletes. Those become his role models. And so when he was in high school, what position did he play? Oh my gosh. You put me on the spot here. Okay. I'm like, okay. oh my gosh. No, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm failing. <laughs> what position was it? I know it was Was defense. he a linebacker? Because you mentioned yes. a linebacker. I want to say he was, I hope I'm right. If I'm wrong, then shame on me. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but he played football. But he football. was on the defense. Yes. Okay. He played football. Great. And so after high school, what did he do? So after high school, he put himself into college uh-huh. so that he could play for, um, you know, semi-pro football team. Mm-hmm. And he was out here in Tacoma. And then he worked at, he's always had a passion aside from football to work with um, mentally challenged. Really? Okay. Youth. Oh, yeah. Youth. So he worked at our, it's called Western State out here, but it's a mental hospital for adults. But during why he was in high school and junior high, he coached and trained, um, you know, the mentally challenged children Uh and was just so active with them. So that's been his heart and passion Mm -hmm. along with football yeah, and family. Yes. And so is that what he studied when he was in college, like maybe special education or something? So he was studying um, the body. He's very big on being an athlete and the health and fitness and Mm -hmm. just Mm self-care. So that's what he was studying. Um, Kinesiology. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that really touches my heart because for the last uh, 27 years, I've been a speech pathologist. So I work with a lot of children and adults with disabilities. So I didn't know that about Nate. So that really kind of warms my heart a little bit. Oh, yes. His heart is just so incredible. He's such an incredible human. 
he's a different animal on that field. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. But I mean, he's his passion drives him. That's that's definitely a fact. Now, how did uh, did he find out about the gunslingers coming from all the way from Washington? My gosh, that's like hours away. <laughs> definitely, just a couple. You know, just, just a, a couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. He, when he was, he got connected with an agency. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember the name right now. That's okay. But he got, yeah, he got connected with an agency. And I mean, it happened so fast. I remember he had called me. He was like, hey, mom, I have this opportunity to hook up with this agency. But, you know, he's still making 22-year-old dollars, you know. So mm-hmm. he wasn't sure how to be able to afford this monthly, you know. And so I committed to helping him. Um, you know, make sure that he could fulfill that commitment. And so he went for it. There were a couple of weeks went by, he jumped on it. And not even maybe three weeks after signing with this agency, they sent him to Texas to try out for the Black Tie Symposium. And he just got amazing news on that today, too. Oh. So when, yeah, so when he went down there and he tried out for, um, for there was a tryout, I want to say there were three different teams that were fighting for him, but he had news. He was like, all of a sudden, we had four days to get him to Texas. Wow. Honestly. Yeah. And it was just, you know, divine intervention, God's grace that we were able to make that happen. Okay, great. And so, yeah. what position does he play now? Quarterback. Quarterback. Okay. So, do you know, uh, like, what kind of style he has or who he kind of models his throwing by? I think he is definitely unique. He's definitely one of a kind. He has his own shine. Mm -hmm. I don't, I wouldn't say that he models. He's definitely unique. Like it's his and he's amazing at it. He's got such great form Mm -hmm. and throws. You know, one thing I really love about Nathan is that he's always wanting to be better. Mm Mm-hmm. He's striving constantly to be better and, you know, practice his form, do his throws. Oh, I need to try different paths. Like, I'm just so impressed by who he is at such a young age. Yeah, he is pretty young, 22 years old. And so um, (laughs) has he been away from home before or is this like his first time? This is his first time. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's been a little over a month now. He left right before Christmas. Oh, no. So that was, I know. And I'm like, this is going to be my first Christmas in many, many years that I've had yet to wake up to you. So. Oh, my gosh. How was that for you, Mom? <sighs> it was, it was okay. You know, I refused to make it sad for him to go. Like, mm-hmm. I cried after he left, but I wasn't going to cry in his face because I wanted him to know that this was a good thing. Right. right. You know, and even if it's going to be hard for a second, then, you know, it's time to catch his dreams and he's worked his butt off for it. So I wanted to make it nothing but encouraging for him. So Uh when I woke up, I called him, I FaceTimed him. So he was able to wake up his brothers and watch them open Christmas. Yeah, so he got to, we live streamed it the whole time. Oh, no. So, well, I know yeah. my, my, my older daughter, she's in the Air Force. And so when she left, it was it was heartbreaking. Oh. And then my baby, she left. And it's only like two and a half hours away from San Antonio. And I cry all the time. You know, I of course, I'm like you. I don't cry in front of them. But as soon as they're like walking away, oh, my God, the tears start flowing. 
So you're brave, no, mom. You're you're brave. You're good. <laughs> you're doing good. Oh, thank you. You too. It's hard, you know. There <laughs> there there are there are little humans. It's just crazy <laughs> to watch him be because I mean he's still my baby. You of know, course, of that's course. my baby, I and he's you. like a man child. That's what I call him. <laughs> now, do you have any funny stories about him growing up, or any nickname? <laughs> Well, I always called him Boo Bear. Boo Bear. Okay. I need to know the story about Boo Bear. So I have no idea how it just came about. Uh Uh-huh. So um, I I just, I don't know why, how it happened. Like I called my middle son, boy, boy, the little one, Juju. He was my Boo Bear. (laughs) You know, I had Nathan when I was very, very young. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So it just, we kind of grew up together. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I mean life happened and I was taken away from him for many years of his life. Mm -hmm. So we got reconnected when he was 11, but I had always called him Boo Bear, you know, that's a sweet name. Now, um, yeah. What's his favorite food to eat? Like if you like, he's having a bad day or something and you're like, Oh, I'll make this for you. What's his comfort food? Meat, red meat. Really? (laughs) Yes. Steak, potatoes, green beans. It's been, listen, I craved that when I was pregnant with him. And so it's so bizarre really? to watch him do that. Yes. Like that's all I wanted was red meat, baked potatoes and green beans. And now that's like his go-to. Okay. He'll call me. Well, um, before he left, he would call me and be like, mom, he was just leaving the gym. I'm hungry. Will oh. you feed me? I'm like, come on, come on over. And so I, you know. Cook him up a steak. He loves it. He loves meat. Meat, meat, meat. Now, when he was in Washington, was he living with you or did he have his own place or? Yeah, he had his own place. Okay. You know, he had some roommates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I noticed in some of the pictures, there's a female with him. Can you give us a little bit of the 411 on that? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. So that is his boo, okay. his lady, and uh, she uprooted her life. And took herself down there with him. So, you know, they were uh, together here, living together. And so he got this amazing opportunity. And so she quit her job and went there with him. They they left with nothing. They left with a couple duffel bags mm-hmm. and their cat. And their cat. <laughs> and went, yep, and went to chase their dreams. You know, I mean, he left absolutely everything here except for his football clothes yeah <laughs> couple outfits well she's yeah, pretty so. brave too to actually you know follow someone across country almost you know to uh, play for a football team you know absolutely and you know I, I thank her too you know I said thank you for you know giving up you know it's hard to because I try to stay out of my mom brain because you know as moms, I know for me it's like I got to make sure that I stay you know, because there's never going to be anybody good enough for my kid, you know, not mm-hmm. I don't want to be in that mindset, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for I have I've been so grateful to her, mm-hmm. because of how much, you know, she has loved and supported him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before they left, we did our own little Christmas here. And, you know, of course, we have got her gifts. I don't know her very well is I guess the bottom line. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate the fact that, you know, that she up and went to help him support his dreams. Because, I mean, reality of it is he was going, mm-hmm. you know, and she didn't have to. Right. But she made that choice. 
Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was a big, huge decision. So I'm really, I'm grateful that they have each other there. You know, and everything really happens for a reason. I, I mentioned earlier, my older daughter, she was in the Air Force and, you know, she met a boy and that's, you know, common, right? And mm-hmm. they're, they were going to get married. And I thought, oh my God, she's so young. She's so young, you know, and, but, you know, you know, at that age, she's defending our country. What am I supposed to say? Ground her, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what am I supposed to do? So they ended up getting married, and then like COVID hit, and I am so thankful for him. You know what I mean? That she was not oh. alone when all of this hit. You know what I mean? So, like I said, everything really happens for a reason, and it gives me comfort that she's not alone. I mean, I, you know, that I know that he loves her and he cares for her and he's protecting her. And whatever oh. happened through COVID, they did it together. You know? Yes. So I totally Absolutely. feel you. I totally feel your pain and, and all your worries. Believe me, I feel it. Yes, I can't wait to go see him. So if you had one word to describe him, what word would that be? Oh, you're asking a mother to use one word. I know, I know. Okay, two then, <laughs> to two. describe her baby. That's my baby. He's so amazing. He's everything, you know. I If I had, though, honestly, I would... Passionate, driven. Excellent words. Excellent. That's really great. Now, I know we're having our our first game coming up. It's going to be March 13th. Are you planning on coming? Oh, my gosh. So here's the thing. I'm actually, I wish that I was. If I can arrange it, I definitely will because I don't want to miss it. Right. But But my husband is going through chemo right now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, yes. Thank you. But have no fear. Uh, I believe in God. And I know that this is just going to be part of a part of our story, not the end of it. Mm -hmm. So we are trucking right along, you know, so it all depends on life, you know, in our home. Mm -hmm. So and how that works, because right now, you know, especially with COVID, uh, we can't be putting him on a plane anywhere. True. But um, with the risk of him getting sick. So I do know that I will be going down there within the next two weeks to see my baby. Oh, good. Well, definitely when you come down, maybe we can meet or maybe go out to dinner or something like that, you know, or maybe we can actually show you where the stadium where they're going to be playing is going to be the Rose Palace. And maybe we can kind of show you and give you a sneak peek. I would absolutely love that, RC. I'm going to take you up on that, girl. I'm going to okay. take you up on hey. that. <laughs> and I have to introduce you to the margaritas. That's one of my favorite Ooh. drinks. We do the, I, I do the swirl over here, which is like a mango strawberry frozen margarita with sugar around the rim. I don't know if you're a drinker. Oh, my but, gosh. But you you're making be. me so thirsty. <laughs> I'm so thirsty right now. And listen, I have to tell you that I'll be leaving my all the kids here with the husband as long as you know he has chemo today he should be done here soon but um as long as he's healthy i plan on coming probably around between the fourth and sixth and staying okay so yeah so i'll be all by myself being able to be adulting oh wow Uh, that is exciting (laughs) believe me that's exciting well Well, because we're still shut down here we can't go even eat in a restaurant oh i'm really excited well it's not that bad here in san antonio i can tell you that um, we, yes. do have, we do have some restaurants open. Um, we could do a lot of stuff outdoors. I don't know um, if um, he showed us pictures of the missions. That's something. Uh, oh, outdoor. my gosh. Weren't they gorgeous? Yes. Totally gorgeous. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And I am just, I look at all his pictures. I'm just like drooling. I can't wait for some sunshine. <laughs> and then we have downtown. I know he went to the cathedral. 
Um, he went to the Sunken Gardens. That's all open outdoors, so people can go visit that. Um, the Riverwalk, you have to definitely go to the Riverwalk when you come into town. I was told about that. Actually, I have like some distant relatives that are down there that called me when Nathan first moved and was like, you got to tell them about the Riverwalk. I'm like, okay, I will. So I've definitely heard about it, and I cannot wait to experience it. I'm yeah. so excited to come down there and just be able to focus on my baby. I hear my you. first my first love. Now I know they have practice on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So maybe while you're here, if those days fall in, while you're here, maybe you can go to a practice. I would love to. That's actually I'm intending for it to follow. Oh good. Uh, on one of those days. Yeah, because I know when I was talking to him, you know, because he told me he's like, Man, I miss my family, you know, and I'm like, I know my baby. And so after that I was like, I had a flight credit. I was supposed to go to California, but then mm -hmm. it got shut down, you know, COVID. Yeah, COVID. So I was able to, um, I was telling my husband, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see my baby. He needs his mommy. Yeah. So I, when I called him, I told him and uh, he was like, well, I have practice a couple nights. So you might be having to hang out by yourself or with, you know, with his a lady. And, um, and I was like, uh, well, I was hoping to go if I could go, I want to watch you. Yeah, it's you know, open so to it's, public. So um, I think you just have to get there before seven. And they may charge like $5, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I sometimes go not as often as I should. But the weather's been kind of different here. It's like cold one day and then rainy the next day. So I'm hoping when you come, there's good weather. And I can meet you out there for practice. Oh, that would be so great. So he has a, I, that would a, be so a lot of followers, even from Washington. Oh, Yeah. Well, he's born and raised here. Yeah. And I mean, and, and he has got a big support team. He is such a light in this world, you know, and his heart and his passion, the way that mm -hmm. he loves other people. It's hard not to just love the person that he's, that he is. Mm -hmm. So wherever he goes, whoever he meets, whoever, you know, and kids these days, his age, you know, that they're spunky and going through school and high school and college and sports and all the things like, they, anyone that meets him loves him. Oh, so that's great. they continue to follow him. And yeah, he's just such an incredible human. I'm so honored to be his mom. So what advice would you give um, another mom who their son is really into football? <clears throat> what advice? Yeah. Would you give their mom? Like, what would you tell them when, you know, if they have a son who really likes football, what, how would you encourage that mom? Like, you mean as in somebody that is like my Nathan or another mom like that I see at the football field with my son or. Well, let's say someone does it mean like say, say someone's listening to this podcast right now and they have a son who's uh, 12 years old and he says, Mom, I want to be a football star. What advice would you give that mom? <laughs> Help him any way that you can, because no matter what, as long as he tries and has the support from his family, mm -hmm. then dreams are endless. You know, the sky's the limit, no matter what, as long as he keeps pushing forward and tries, no matter what, he can feel successful, no matter which way the tables turn. And I also offer advice to not be a drop-off mom. Not be to present. be a drop-off mom. Can you explain that? So a lot of people, especially, I get it, you know, when you have kids in sports, it's expensive and it's exhausting and it's boring sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. to have to go there to every practice and all the things. But what I mean by that is 
a lot of times, you know, kids are just dropped off and, you know, for their games, for their practices and the support, they miss out, you know, they miss out on the support. And I know that, you know, that affects, I mean, my father tells me about how his mom made it to one wrestling match when he was in high school and I guess 66 years old, you know, and that was like such the bright light for him. So, I mean, I try to take life lessons through other people's, you know, mm-hmm. tips and tricks and situations. So when I hear that, all it makes me want to do is continue to be a better mom tomorrow than I am today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I to make sure that we show up for our kids, that we support our kids. If you can't make it a thousand percent of the time, that's okay. But if it can be the majority, I just, I offer that advice. Because I know they carry that forever. That's true. True statement. Now, what would you tell the fans of San Antonio to get them excited about watching your son? Woo! Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Because he's going to have his his energy is fire. He is so such a team sport. He's going to he's going to throw it where it's meant to go. And he is. I'm going to claim. I'm going to claim. I'm going to claim. He's going to. Stay not getting sacked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My son, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch even when he's on the side and rooting for the team because he's such a team player. Uh-huh. He really is. And I love watching him hype him up, you know, and get the team going, get the crowd going. It's hard not to be hyped up. Even if, if I don't know, maybe if I, I, I know him, so it's hard to say, well, if I didn't, but I, I've watched him and his passion and how he just hyped up the crowd, hyped up the team. And he is an excellent player. That's good. So he's fun to watch. So if if no if you're not excited by now, get excited because because Nate is here in San Antonio, coming all the way from Washington to take our gunslingers to the number one spot. So man, yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. So I just wanted to say to let you know before we we leave, thank you so much for sharing your love for your son and bragging about your son. But I want Mm -hmm. you to know that you and your family and your husband will be in our prayers, uh, praying for uh, strength and healing and for understanding. Oh, thank you so much. And And this is honestly such a pleasure, R.C. Truly, I... I was so nervous to get on here because I never want to like say the wrong thing or embarrass my son. You know, we live to not, I used to live to embarrass him, but now I try not to too much, but uh, I've just, this has been an absolute pleasure and I'm very humbled and honored that you invited me on here to be with you. And I really look forward to meeting you soon. Likewise, thank you so much. And I really do look forward to seeing you. And, you know, we say here in San Antonio, we're not just fans of the gunslingers. We're like family. So welcome to the oh, family. I love it. Welcome Ooh, to the family. Thank you. Go hey, gunslingers. Family. Woo, gunslingers. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is RC from Smoking Guns Podcast, and we're here doing another mom to mom interview. I have here today Brian Carrasco's mom. How are you, ma'am? I'm great. How are you today? Oh, we're doing great. So tell me, we're here to brag about your son. Are you ready for that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's what moms do. That's right. That's what moms do. Um, can you tell me how old was he when you realized that he had talent? Well, He's loved football since he was two years old. 
the first football was placed in, in his arms. Oh my but, gosh, at um, two years the, old? Um, at a young age, it's a family thing. Um, his, uh, the Carrasco family, they're athletes and they're all football fanatics. And Brian was just born into it and mm-hmm. he just had a natural love for football. He always has. And to see that he has pursued it, it's his passion and it's, it's what makes him enjoy life um, and enjoy his family because of that passion that he has for football. That's great. And so you know, when he was two, obviously he wasn't playing with the team. So when did he start playing on a real team and, and did he do it all the way through high school? Yes, he did play football all through high school. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay, he's always played football. What position did he play? Um, I know that he started like as a running back because he was uh, fast and he was uh, an exceptional player. Mm-hmm. And now he just plays a uh, linebacker. Oh, okay. Um, but he gives it a hundred percent, and he loves it, and he he excels because of his passion. That's awesome. Now, where did he go to high school? Um, well, um, he's originally from Socorro in El Paso, Texas. Oh, okay. okay? And um, he went to school here. And uh, uh, moving around, he attended other schools, um, moved around a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, pretty much here at Socorro High School oh, okay. in El Paso, Texas. Okay. And then what did he do after co- um, after high school? Did he go to college or did he continue uh, he to did pursue some, football? Uh, college, he did some college courses. He worked. And... Um, but he always went back to football, even if it, it was the city games or just for fun on the weekends with his friends and family. He uh, he's uh, always uh, enjoyed playing football. Oh, that's great! You know? Now, growing up, did he have a, a certain role model that he had, or was there a family team that everybody loved? Uh, no, no, his role model, I guess, would always have been his dad. You know, um, he his dad had a love for football as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was just the family gatherings where they would play football and uh, get together. But uh, um, Brian is an exceptional uh, young man. That's great. With, uh, great dreams and and, and uh, great love and passion for life. Now, does um, does he have any siblings, or is he only a child? Oh no, no, he he has two sisters. Okay. Brittany and Brianna. Oh, nice. Yes, they are younger. Oh, younger. So he is the oldest. Oh, yes. nice, nice. And so yes. when he comes home, what's a meal that you cook for him that's his comfort food? Um, I like to make enchiladas. Ooh, sounds good. The tacos. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, you know, but now he, he takes care of himself. He eats well. So um, he does a, a lot of his prep meals. So, um you won't eat too much of the tacos and chiladas any longer. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know how he heard about the gunslingers or how is it that he ended up here in San Antonio? Uh, I know that he moved down there with his family <clears throat> and it was just something that he found while he was out there. Okay. I uh, don't really know the full story of how he got into it, mm-hmm. but uh, um, I'm very pleased that he did mm-hmm. because it's, uh, it's his time. It's what he loves to do. And uh, I guess everyone has to have that hobby and that love so that you can go out there, you know, as women may do shopping or reading or whatever. That's, that's his thing. It's football. Okay. And uh, he's a better person because of, uh, of football. You know, um, he's come closer to God and uh, to his family. 
and uh, his passion for football makes him an exceptional young man. Great. Now, I know you've mentioned family a couple times, so can you let us know who, I mean, is he married, how many kids he has? Kind of give us the 411. Um, he is married, mm-hmm. and he has uh, two daughters and a son. He has three children. Okay. Okay. And him and his wife are uh, wonderful, a wonderful couple to- together. They have such love for their children. I love how they talk and explain to their kids when their children ask for questions about whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. They patiently explain everything to them. Um, and I, I love to hear how he talks to his children, uh, how he plays with his children. And him, his, him and his wife, uh, uh, Jenna, have a, have a great understanding and communication between each other. And they're very calm. And uh, I like how they communicate with each other, how they show the love to their children, you know, uh, their patients. All right, great. I'm, Fantastic. I'm very proud of how they, how they are as parents. That's good. I'm sure they learn a lot from you, too, so... That says a lot about your parenting. You know, but, uh, all uh, we can do is, is love them and, and hope they do well in life. And, and Brian and Jenna do a great job. That, that's children. true. That's all we can do. Now, do you have a, a funny story about him growing up that you like to share? Or a, a nickname that you have for him? Uh, no. Uh, no. We, we have a, a small little uh, story that we've told since he was a little boy that... Uh, um, whenever he would see a football, he was small, two years old and as he was growing. Every time he'd see a, um, a football, he'd pick it up, say hut and take off with it, you know? And How funny. It was so funny because he was so small, uh-huh. but he'd carry a, a football where if he'd see one, he'd pick it up and, you know. He'd just start running, huh? Right. Yeah. Great. Now, if you had to describe him in one word, what word would that be? Oh, um, let me see. Um, sincere. Sincere, is that what you said? Yes, sincere. Oh, that's, he, a, that's an amazing he, word. He, he says what he feels and he shares what he feels. And I think it's good to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, But he is sincere in, in how he talks and how he communicates with people. And uh, that would be a word that I would use for Brian. That's a great word. Now, I know when we posted something on our Facebook page, we had a lot of responses that they were, a lot of people from El Paso were super excited to see Brian playing in the Carrasco, Brian Carrasco family. So tell us about his fans over there in El Paso. Oh, we we can't wait. If it wasn't for COVID, we would make it a point to go down there. We're excited about the game coming up in May. Uh, No, it's in March. We have oh, a, in our, March? Oh, in our, March. our first Even game better. is March 13th. It's on a Saturday. I was going to talk about that. Are you planning on coming down? Oh, absolutely. I know um, um, but March 3rd. I, I may not. But, no, March um, 13th. March 13th. Okay. It's a Saturday. We're hoping to. Absolutely. We're hoping to be able to see him play uh-huh. um, because I, I do know that he does have a game in El Paso, mm-hmm. um, but it's not the one in March. I believe it's the one in May. I think it's later on. During the mm-hmm. season, and uh, and the whole family here is just waiting for for the game to uh, 
to be here in El Paso. Everyone want, wants to be able to see him play. Right. We're all excited and so proud of him. I bet you are. Now, considering tailgating, uh, what's your favorite dish that you like to bring tailgating? Because I'm sure when when uh, we have the game on the 13th, we're going to do a whole lot of tailgating. Ooh. Ooh, aside from some chicken wings, we can bring some ribs. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, we want to find out how they tailgate in, in uh, El Paso, so you have to bring some of that stuff over here. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories um, about Brian and the Carrasco family and his love for football. And we totally are looking forward to seeing you and all of your fans and your family when you come down um, on March 13th. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can't wait to see him play and, and uh, be there to, to cheer the team on. All right. Can't wait. Go Gunslingers. Go Gunslingers. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you, ma'am.